I learned that eating healthy is well beyond just, you know, fitting into a pant size. It's really like longevity with your life and having quality of life. So that, that passion always kind of stayed inside of me and You have the knowledge, the experience, and the talent needed to succeed. But in the day and age we live in, skill is not enough. Your story is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. This show will help you tap into that resource and learn how to leverage your message to gain deeper influence and build a lasting legacy. Tune in each week as thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and authors share how they built empires on the backs of their story. You're listening to Stories That Sell with your host, Scott Ramage. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Stories That Sell. On this episode, I have my friend, Nicole LaCoyne. She is the founder of Healthy Steps Nutrition, CrossFit HSN, and HSN uh, Mentoring. She's done many amazing things. I've even met with her personally in Sweden when we were at a conference together. She's she's, uh, done several speaking engagements at the CrossFit Games and many other amazing places. So can't wait to get uh, going on that conversation. But first, imagine having a team of virtual professionals helping you get massive amounts of work done from editing videos, creating social media content, managing your social uh, accounts, processing payments, and so much more. VAs for Gyms is here to make your productivity skyrocket. Uh, There is so much that they do. To find out more, check out their website at vasforgyms.com. And book an appointment. It's just 10 minutes, super simple, no pressure. We're just going to find out if you're the right fit for us or we're the right fit for you. That's VASforgyms.com, V-A-S-F-O-R, gyms. If you don't know how to spell it, I'm really sorry. It's not for you. Welcome to the show, (laughs) Nicole. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Oh my goodness. You're funny. (laughs) Well, really, I mean, we, we don't have to spell out gyms for people. And if we do, they probably don't own a gym, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Very true. I've been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to really hearing your story because I've seen you speak in Sweden. I've seen you speak in Chicago. Um, I've I've heard a lot of your con- content. I've seen a lot of the things that you put out there. Um, we work with a lot of the same clients. And so I'm like, I can't wait to hear uh, the HSN story because that I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. The first, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited that we're doing more stuff together this year with VAs for gyms. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's exciting to work with people who have, um, who have businesses that really care about other businesses, right? I mean, that's really something I'm super passionate about as a past gym owner, as a past other type of business owner, uh, small business owners need all the help they can get because they're really doing so much themselves. And when we can bring a solution that, uh, like HSN that really allows, like this structure, this, this nice little foundation for like propping up a whole new product or delivering that product much better then we're, we're winning and they're winning. So that's what I, I love about these partnerships, these opportunities to, um, you know, talk on each other's shows. Absolutely. So one thing I don't know is, uh, you know, the Nicola coin story, the HSN <laughs> story. I know you guys have a gym and you and your husband, and I, 
you know, I know that you have these amazing uh, healthy steps nutrition programs, but I don't know where it all got started. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we all have a, a why behind whatever we do, right? There's got to be like some root passion that fires us up and makes us go through every day. And you know, for me, it started when I was young, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and we completely changed our diet and our lifestyle. Um, and you know what? She ended up passing away from breast cancer. But in that journey, I learned that eating healthy is well beyond just, you know, fitting into a pant size. It's really like longevity with your life and having quality of life. So you know, that, that passion always kind of stayed inside of me and I cheered for university of Florida, go Gators. Right on. And, <laughs> One of the, one of the days they, the coach thought some of us had eating disorders and we definitely did. And she sent us all to a dietitian and I was like, man, I can talk to people about eating healthy and like, I can build a career on that. Like that could be my job. I had no clue what I was going to do when I went to college. I was like, I just want to go cheer for UF. It's going to be awesome. And then little did I know, you know, I, I switched my major the next day and didn't look back since. So I became a dietitian and found CrossFit in the mix of, of all of that, which was perfect because when I stopped cheering, I needed some way to stay active in a community of people to do it with. So I found CrossFit. And when I graduated, the natural progression when you graduate as a dietitian is to get a job in clinical. So that means like working at a hospital. So I got a job down in South Florida, worked at a hospital and started healthy steps nutrition at the same time that I moved down to South Florida. I didn't know anyone when I moved down here. So I was like, well, let me do a side hustle and like do what I'm most passionate about. Cause I know the hospital is not going to fulfill me. So I was like, I'll just do both. Right. I'll work at the hospital during the day and I'll, I'll do this little side hustle thing. And, um, ended up you know, plugging into a CrossFit gym and down in South Florida, I met my husband and, you know, slowly started building up that side hustle to a point of, Hey, I can leave the hospital. And in the midst of all of that, uh, someone found out what I was doing and I started helping one CrossFit gym. And then it turned into a few more and there was a need in CrossFit gyms, right? Yeah. Like, you know, nutrition is the foundation and most gym owners say the same thing to me. I run nutrition challenges. I have informal conversations. I have no idea how to build a program. So I, I had that solution, right? I had a built a successful nutrition practice. Like I, we could plug this into a gym. Um, so we started working with a few gyms and then Nicole Carroll at CrossFit found out what I was doing and asked me to start writing for the CrossFit journal and be on a board and, and do some stuff for CrossFit. And I loved CrossFit. So of course I said, yes. I'm like, heck yeah, whatever I can do to, to help gym owners understand how to make nutrition a, a bigger priority in their gym. So we started doing that and it got to a point where we had about 30 or 40 CrossFit gyms that, that we were working with. And I looked at my husband, and I was like, man, if we're going to help all these gyms, like we need to own a gym, like I need to be done mm. with the hospital and I need to own a gym so that I could really understand all the ins and outs and how to integrate all of this. And that took us down a path of CrossFit HSN. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. A few questions on that. The part of the story is is one the the need right out of college. One you got you got your you went and did the career thing or the the corporate thing, the the hospital thing, because you know you knew you could get a paycheck out of it. But you immediately started a high uh, side hustle, which is very unique. 
Like what was, what was in you to want to start a side hustle like right away? Like, was there a driving force to that? Yeah. So when I was a freshman in college, I started volunteering at a private practice that did nutrition. So I worked from 2005 to 2012 with that private practice. She actually hired me right out of the gate as soon as I graduated um, from, from getting my master's. Mm. So I had been working at a private practice in Gainesville, but knew, you know, I wanted to continue that. I just needed a more substantial paycheck. I was working at a bar, you know, doing bartending and, and serving to make the ends meet and realize like, I, I got to get out of this vicious cycle. I need to get some clinical experience. So I started Healthy Steps Nutrition, but you know what, when I look at my upbringing, my mom started her own business. My dad has hit his own business. My uncle had a super successful business that he sold. So like I was surrounded by people that were entrepreneurs that worked really hard and, you know, followed their passion and were able to serve and help people and in their communities. Yeah, that's okay. That makes sense because it's like, it's very hard for people who haven't done the entrepreneurial thing to understand why someone does it because they see that, that really solid paycheck. But I love the vision that you got from your family. That's really cool. And it's, there's just such a bigger purpose when you're actually out there like spreading it. But the the next question I have is, is like, Oh, Nicole Carroll reached out is well, Nicole Carroll doesn't just reach out. Like did somebody like specifically go to the, to the links of reaching out to her and saying, Hey, you got to check out this, this gal who's doing this thing. Um, like how did that, do you know the backstory of how that whole connection happened? The first, yeah, the first year, um, the CrossFit games were in Madison. Chris Cooper asked if I wanted to go like, Hey, let's go to CrossFit games. He wasn't speaking or, or he just was going. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. And he had introduced me to someone called a guy, Brian Mulvaney. He's gone now, but he was like, Greg's right-hand person at one point before Greg sold the company, he was like the chief advisor for CrossFit. Mm. So they had a Madison club that's different than the Madison club now, but they had like a a house essentially at the games. And we went and sat down and he was like, tell me about your business. What exactly do you do? How do you get around the loss for that? How exactly do you help these gym owners? And like grilled me now at that point, I didn't, I didn't know who he was. And I just knew like, Hey, I'm talking to this person. And he got me in this, he told this guy to let me through this gate that I you know, didn't have the badge to be in. And we started talking. And then the next thing I know, I think it was like a week later, Nicole said, Hey, will you start writing for the journal? And I never wow. have written an article before. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. I sure will. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't turn down the opportunity for uh, opportunity, which is really, really cool. So you started HSN and you, you just got to the point where you're talking about owning a gym, which I'm going, oh my gosh, like talk about not just this little thing. I'm going to do this little thing to make sure I'm I'm delivering my product the best I can or my service the best I can. Did you have to rope your husband into that? Uh, so he was a captain at the fire department at the time. So It was super interesting because when we were opening up the gym, I was transitioning out of the hospital and realizing, okay, I'm going to do this thing full time. But we started growing so fast with the mentoring program. I, I realized there were things I didn't know, and I wouldn't be able to help serve these gym owners that needed what we were giving them the best of my ability. If I wasn't knees deep into the gym, you know, the truth is, is at one point we were actually 
supposed to close on a local gym. Like we were buying a local gym and the deal fell through the night before. And it, it was like the weirdest thing, but everything happens for a reason. Like it mm-hmm. was a blessing in disguise. It was a terrible lease. And they ended up shutting down the gym anyways, a few months later, but the guys who own the gym had pulled, pulled the deal away the night before we were supposed to sign the papers. And so my husband was like, all right, well, we'll just figure out plan B. Why don't you go start searching around at warehouses? And we found this awesome warehouse that was brand new. We got to build the office, put a shower and do exactly what I wanted for healthy steps nutrition. And yeah, I'm so thankful that we, we had the, we have the gym because the, it really is a testing ground, right? There's you know something magical about combining nutrition plus the power of CrossFit and the community that CrossFit has and accountability from a coach to help people truly transform their health and their life. Yeah, I really respect that. One, I respect the work it takes to open a brand new CrossFit gym because you just kind of skipped over that. Like, oh, we just got a warehouse and put a bathroom. I did that as well when I opened my my first affiliate is I got an empty warehouse and we went through this whole thing. That is not an easy process. I mean, you you just like kind of glided over it. Well, this is what we did. But the fact that you put together, you know, air quotes, uh, a test kitchen, really, I mean, it, it kind of works in this terminology or for this anyway, but you put together a test kitchen so you could really understand the inner workings of what a gym owner, specifically a CrossFit gym owner is dealing with uh, operationally and with their member journey and, and with the response that people have. Did it go the way that you kind of expected it to go? What were some of the biggest lessons you learned from that opportunity? Oh my gosh, there were so many. No, <laughs> I knew I wanted people to start off with nutrition and fitness on day one. Uh, I, the, the sales process, like the 90 day journey that we recommend now that we use that only people get started with, you know, a lot of things that we didn't have lined up coaching staff, staff development. There's a whole nother layer of like, I try to stay in the the nutrition coaching lane. Like I have my team of nutrition coaches. They do all the nutrition coaching uh, or at least manage that in, in our gym. And my husband runs like the gym side, right? So he does all the scheduling and all, you know, free intros and on ramps, managing, getting the coaches to do on ramps, all of the logistics. But at, the truth is, is I did it all at the beginning because my husband was at the fire department. So there was a lot I didn't know that I was like, oh man, I, I remember at one point when we first opened, I was opening and closing like almost every day. And I looked at my husband, I just started crying. Like right before there was no reason I was crying. I was just so tired. I was like, I need to go home and go to sleep. And we need to hire a manager to run this thing because <laughs> I, I can't do it. And luckily we, we did. And now he, he's running the gym and have, has left the fire department, which I'm truly blessed that we get to work together every day. Yeah. That's a really cool opportunity. And, and it's not a light decision to leave the fire department when you're kind of in, in that um, realm in that world. And I, I curious if you, how much changed after going through that, you know, you had your system in place, you were, you were helping gym owners already. Did you have some like embarrassment, embarrassing, like big aha moments? Like, I can't believe I said that to a gym owner. You don't have to explain what they were, but I mean, like the inner workings, what, what shifted for you in that experience? No, I think that, so we started helping gyms in 2014. So like over the course of eight years at this point, there is so much that has evolved. And I, 
truly take to heart, like feedback. Like, I think we all get better when we give feedback and take feedback. And I am always bringing stuff back to the team. Like, okay, this is something, a piece of feedback we got. How do we improve this? How do we improve the experience for the gym owner and the coach? And the program is where it is today because of all of the feedback that we have gotten. I am not the the best grammatically correct person when it comes to like writing emails and doing trainings. I remember at one point uh, there was like some grammatical errors and I used to take things to heart, right? When we first started, I'm like, I want this thing to be perfect. But at the end of the day, like, hey, we are constantly refining and and making things better. Uh, When we first started Healthy Steps Nutrition, it was live trainings and then two calls. It was like so fast um, how we got people up and running. But the truth was they weren't super confident at the very beginning. Uh, Now the process is so much different and more evolved and more handholding. People see it from a client's experience. They get coaching from us as they go through training, because I want you to be able to learn about it in online modules, see it from a client's perspective. And then when you do it, you're going to feel so much more confident. So there's just so much that has evolved and changed over, over the years. Even I think the onboarding process and the free intro process is probably something that has evolved the most to help gym owners, because we know that the best way to grow a nutrition program in a gym is to get new people signed up for nutrition, fitness, and accountability on day one. And I assumed things. And then when it came down to it, I'm like, all right, let's role play that. People are super uncomfortable with sales. Yeah. Right. So then I'm like, okay, let's role play. All right. Let me be the coach and you be the client. And now let's reverse it. Now they feel a little bit more confident. And even there have been times where we've gotten staff on a call together and I'm like, all right, you're doing the free intros in real life. All right, let's do a free intro with you. And the coach is sitting or the owner is sitting there and it's like, oh my gosh, that's how we do it. It's like an eye-opening experience for them. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, if we are on a quest to get better, like we're not going to best serve the people that we're looking to serve. So that's a rough journey. Oh yeah. It's it's a really rough journey. I mean, I remember, you know, learning that criticism is an opportunity to reflect, not an opportunity to respond. And that was a really hard, hard lesson to learn. You have to first reflect and then, and then is it true or is it, does it have some semblance of truth? If it does, obviously I need to evaluate and change. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm sure you've had your moments where you wanted to crawl under a rock like I have when you find out, oh, I've been doing a really horrible job at that. Hey, before we get started, imagine having a team of virtual assistants helping you out with everything from scheduling appointments, nurturing leads, processing payments, sending out marketing emails, creating content, managing your social media accounts, and so much more. VAs for Gyms is here to make sure your business runs as smoothly as possible so that you can focus on what matters most, serving your clients. We offer a wide range of services that will completely run your business and give you the one thing everyone is limited on, more time. Check out our website at www.vasforgyms.com. That's V-A-S-F-O-R gyms.com and book an appointment to find out more. Yeah, you know, I think you gotta, we are our toughest critics, right? And you know, there have been times where I've responded to something and I think back, I'm like, okay, that was emotional. 
like take a step back. And now if I'll read something, I'll sit on it for a day or two. If it really requires something like if it's, you know, a good piece of feedback that I'm like, okay, I understand what you're saying. And I need time to think about all different angles. How is it going to affect your business? How is it going to affect our team? How is it going to affect all the aspects of running a successful business? And I think so many times we get distracted by bright and shiny objects and we lose, you know, what is our real intention here? Like, what are we actually trying to do? And we take all these pieces of feedback and then we're going in a million different ways instead like, okay, let's simplify. What is our true intention here? What are, what is our goal? Mm-hmm. If we have a clear goal, then we should be able to make decisions that are in line with that. Yeah. I, I love that. I think um, I have some questions around like the, just the process that you've gone through. I mean, you, eight years that's a long time to have a business. I mean, and it sounds to me like it grew (laughs) pretty fast. Um, And so I just want to help maybe other business owners kind of understand that they're not in this alone. And I I really like to like dig into some of the the toughest things that you've been through in growing HSN. I think one of the biggest things that I've had to work on personally is um, like investing in our staff and like really realizing, Hey, I can't be the one to do all the things. Like I need to make sure our staff is super confident, help support them in any way. I think, you know, when you open up a business and I have a minor in leadership, like, but I don't think I can't even remember what I learned in that minor in leadership <laughs> at this point. It was a while ago. Um, but I've invested so much money over the past five years as the team has grown, realizing if I'm going to make this thing super successful, I need to invest in myself to become a better leader, to be able to support our staff. And there are situations over the years I look back and I'm like, okay, I could have handled that differently. You know, maybe a staff member leaves or whatever the case, like, is it the best thing? I remember you leaving company. And I saw a post from the owner of that company. And I was like, okay, that is a lesson learned, like a celebratory post. Like, Hey, you're graduating. You're onto the next chapter of your, your life. That's awesome. I think sometimes, you know, as, as business owners, we invest a lot in our employees and we take it personal when, when they leave. Right. And we've had very little turnover, but I know every single, like the reactions, sometimes that you have when, when someone, um, leaves, I think for me personally, that, you know, we overthink, right? Like if we were react right away, instead of sitting back and responding, you overthink like, okay, how can I change and do that better next time? So that I don't respond in the same way. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely been probably the biggest learning curve for me, like investing in our staff and figuring out how do I best support them? How do they learn? You know, one of our staff members is super into the details. And if I release something or I talk about something and not every single detail is mapped out, it's not going to go over well for her. It's going to cause her like a lot of stress and anxiety. Well, I'm not in the details, right? Like I'm big picture, like, Hey, we're going to go, we're going to evolve as we go. Let's just move this bus forward. So it's just different learning styles, right? Like figuring out how to best support each member of your team and make sure that, that you're not causing them any more stress that, that means they don't need to have. Yeah, working with a team really elevates your own personal growth because yeah. it will expose everything that you're doing wrong, the way that you view yourself, the way that you view others. I think it's quite honestly, I'd like to hear from you what you think. For me, it's a massive humility check. Like I got to check my ego because I've learned I want to bring in people that are better than me. 
I, oh. I want them to come in and do the things that I'm not great at and just blow them out of the water. And that takes, uh, you have to, I have had to take a big back seat to other people. Have you kind of gone through that process as well? Oh, for sure. I mean, Melinda is a great example, right? Like mm-hmm. she, Melinda North, she's our operations person. Like she has a great vision for organization and I do not. So like, I know that if she comes to me with an idea, I'm like, okay, this is, this is likely going to make my life and your life and everyone's life easier. Let's roll with it. So, you know, I, I think when it comes down to making sure the staff is on the same page, you have to narrow your focus as an owner and really be super clear with what's important to you and the business over the course of a year or quarter. So for instance, I, I hired a mentor, Michael Hyatt, a few years ago. He's That's like a great. leadership guy. Awesome. And one of the things that I took away from working with him for four years is this thing called, he calls the big three. So every year we have three big initiatives. So every single thing that we do is in line with one of those three initiatives. So like, for instance, and we do it for each company, right? So healthy steps, nutrition has initiatives that we're working on. And then the mentoring program has initiatives that we're working on. And it happens to be this year, one of the initiatives is the same. Um, but like for mentoring, capturing inspiring stories. So like, I want to go out and highlight the heck out of the gyms that are doing awesome. We invest six plus figures on a media team a year to go out into gyms and capture their stories. I think it's so important. Number one, gyms don't have the financial resources to spend that much money on, on media. And if you're not talking about how you are changing the lives of the people inside your gym, you're missing a huge opportunity to help more people. So we, that's one of the big initiatives, um, being intentional with creating connections with people. Like we've been in a virtual age for so long and yep, we made it, but there is something different than being in person and talking to people and connecting with people and realizing, Hey, we're not alone. Like as a gym owner, it's, it can be kind of lonely sometimes. So sharing different things and just best practices and things that have gone well and things that have not gone well and having someone to be like, Hey, it's all right. Like I'm here to support you in every aspect. So those intentional connections. And then the third thing that, that we're working on as a business this year is the holistic approach, getting more support to help gym owners, not just focus on nutrition or exercise, but looking at stress management, mindset, mental health, sleep support system, all these other aspects. Cause at the end of the day, nutrition coaching, if you, if you do it right, it's all about building relationships and accountability. And in those meetings, it's not just talking about food. It's talking about, Hey, how's your support system at home? How are you managing stress? Like a lot's gone on. Give yourself a little grace. How are you doing that? So we've brought in different experts to to help equip our coaches. So they feel confident talking about all those things. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, the the amount of value that I'm guessing your the the gyms and coaches that work with you is is very extensive. Let's dig into your program a little bit. Um, you know, choose what you will, but uh, choose your own adventure here. So, I mean, nutrition. Yeah. Why aren't and, and be as honest as you feel. <laughs> why aren't most gym owners? Uh, the right person to do nutrition on their own, even if they know everything about nutrition. Gym owners are wearing too many hats. So while you could be passionate about nutrition, 
you do not have the capacity to run the day-to-day operations to deliver a successful nutrition coaching program. I remember interviewing a gym owner um, at one point. He's like, Nicole, I have the best intentions. Like, I know nutrition is important, but what happens is I talk to someone and then a million things happen before the end of the day. And then I go home and I'm trying to be present with my family. And then I am not able to deliver what my intentions were and things fall through the cracks and I'm not able to support my clients. So I think that's the biggest thing is they just don't have the capacity. They don't know where to start. There's a lot of different online training programs out there, which are great, but you have to have the business systems and this, like this, the structure to be able to deliver a successful nutrition coaching program. Most gym owners undercharge if they are charging for nutrition. I was talking to a gym owner last week and they're charging $10 a week add-on. I'm like, how much are you paying the coach? He's like $30. I'm like, okay, so you charge $40 a month and you're paying a coach 30, your business makes 10, but you have credit card fees. So like you're maybe breaking even at this point. Um, so I think, you know, and people value what they pay for, right? So right. if someone's investing in themselves, you know what, you have to charge so that you can pay a coach. So they want to stick around. And I think too, like when we figure out pricing and packages, you know, a lot of gym owners don't they charge for the in-person meetings, like, like a personal training session, right? Like you show up for that personal training session, you train someone 7, 8 a.m., 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then you're done. That coach is paid for that hour. Nutrition coaching is 24 hours a day. Not that you need to be on call, but if you're not providing people support between those in-person visits, I guarantee your length of engagement's not going to be good because people aren't going to get the support they need to reach their goals. And if you do support people between those in-person visits, you need to charge for it because you're going to need to pay a coach for it. Yeah. I remember, I I think there's just a lot of confusion, a a lack of systems. Like you talked about, like, here's the business structure. Here's how you charge. When I owned my affiliate, it was okay. After class every Wednesday or at the end on cool down or whatever the segment was, I'm going to talk about one important topic. It'll be like, you know, the importance of proteins or sugar or, and it, and it looked back and I'm just like, you know, putting my hand over my face. Like there was so many missing, missing parts, but I didn't know, like you're, there's a, there's also a belief that you're already asking for too much money. A lot of gym owners come to that. Do you feel like what state do most gyms come to you in, in, in their journey? Are they, have they even tried? Have they failed? Are they just throwing random challenges out there? Maybe a little bit of all of it. Most gym owners, 99% of them tell me they've run challenges and they have conversations that are informal with clients, but there's nothing structured. Basically they're giving their time away and they, they don't have, they don't have a program that they're charging for, or they have the other option that a lot of gym owners, um, you know, end up coming to me from like, Hey, I had this coach. She did an awesome job. Mm. And then she left and my program left with her. Like me, and it's because you don't have the business systems in your business. You've like outsourced it or you have outsourced it. And that person isn't delivering the experience that you want. So it's every gym owner that I talk, I haven't talked to one gym owner. That's like, no, nutrition's not important. Nope. My clients are going to see really good results coming to the gym one hour a day. You know, not, I've never heard that in all of the speaking engagements, every gym owner that I've talked to, everyone understands, especially in CrossFit, right? Like nutrition is the foundation. Look at the first 13 words of fitness that Greg wrote, like it's nutrition. Mm -hmm. 
but there has to be some structure and a program. And most, most people, and I'll, I'll admit that I, I did the same thing. And when I started healthy steps nutrition, I thought if I sat down with someone one time and like spewed a bunch of information at them and gave them a meal plan, they would have everything that they needed to be successful. And I was like, why, why are you looking at me with your eyes wide open? Why are they glossed over? Like what's going on? But in reality, the, the truth is, is there's not a lack of information out there. There's a lack of accountability with programs and people truly need accountability to change habits. Yeah. How much of your program works around mindset as well? So much, you know, there's a book, um, actually I, we're, we started a book club at HSM. This was a Melinda idea that she asked me about years ago. And I was like, I don't know if we can do it. Like one, one step at a time here, but I read this book called soundtracks and I was like, man, every coach needs to read this book. This book is amazing. Every gym owner needs to read this book. So I was like, all right, we're launching the, the book club with soundtracks. And it talks about overthinking and mindset and what you think ends up becoming the actions that you, that you do. Right. And you know, I think so many times people try different diets and they, they're super skeptical going into something like, oh, it's not going to work or, oh, you know, I'm just supposed to feel this way. Like I have no energy in the afternoon, but they don't correlate what they ate or the lack of sleep or the lack of exercise with how they feel. And once they do that, like, oh man, what I want now is not as important as what I want most. And I don't need to do all these things that I'm getting tempted with in the moment. Yeah, that's so cool. So Soundtracks by John Acuff, by the way, who's an amazing um, author. He's very entertaining. And you so just for everybody, you need to go follow him on Instagram. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's part comedian, I think, for some reason. I, he's just so he is. funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the soundtracks, it's, it's literally what's playing between, what's playing in your head, right? And and I think that's that's wonderful. It's really cool because people... What's the biggest, I mean, you're, you're an expert in nutrition. What's the biggest mindset issue or belief that people have who come to the table uh, as a client, not as, not as your, um, your HSN clients, but as a, as a nutrition client at maybe your gym or your program at your gym. Gosh, there's so many different people have tried seven to eight diets before seeking a professional. So they truly believe like they're skeptical when they walk in. Right. And they think whatever their neighbor or friend or coworker did is going to work for them, or they've been sold on a bunch of different things. I mean, the diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. So I don't think we can pare it down to just one thing with that's like, Hey, this is, this is the problem that every person has. But if I were to give an overarching problem, it's people are overwhelmed by all the information out there and they don't know what diet or program is best for them. And they don't need a diet. They need a lifestyle and they need a coach to keep them accountable to that. And if we can deliver something that's simple and people can be consistent with, then they're going to start changing their lifestyle and seeing results. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of different ways you can skin a cat to help someone see really good results. Um, and for every person, again, it's a little different. I, we just started something last week, actually, we launched it over the weekend. We started it with, with some of our current clients, continuous glucose monitoring mm, with, yeah. um, with high accountability nutrition coaching. And this is something that most gym owners aren't going to be able to do because you need a registered dietitian to, to interpret the data. But we partnered with a company, um, Jimmy Lynchfield, he actually worked for CrossFit for a long time, had been reaching out to me for almost a year. He's like, Nicole, 
I got something like, I know you're going to love it. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And then he's like, listen, we're going to build a dashboard so you can see in real time what your client's blood sugar is. I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued now. And the clients who have kind of been stagnant or not seeing results, it is amazing to have like more objective data with them because they get real-time feedback of what's going on and they can see inside our bodies. And at the end of the day, if we look at going back to like, okay, what is your vision of your business? Like our vision is to help people prevent chronic disease. Like our vision is to help them become the best versions of themselves. And for every person, how we help them get there is going to be a little bit different, but there's always those same core principles with one thing at a time, stay consistent and, you know, have a coach to be accountable using a holistic approach, not just talking about what you eat, but where's your sleep at? Like, what are you doing throughout the day? Who's there to support you? I started interviewing. We started a nutrition made simple podcast last year, and I started interviewing people who've lost hundred, 200 pounds. And I was surprised by what it made sense, but I was surprised at what they said, the common theme of like, yes, a coach helped them. Yes. A plan to keep them accountable, but the support system beyond that coach, who they were with at work, who they were with at home. Like that was the common thread of all of these people that saw results and, and it lasted. And I didn't realize it, but it makes sense. You know, when we do employee wellness challenges, we go into construction companies specifically because Again, I'm targeting people who, who are sick and need some help and construction workers are, are my prime candidate. Mm. Um, but when we go in there, every single one of those challenges is so successful. And the reason is because they're together eight hours plus a day. They're all supporting each other. I mean, you're at work with your people you work with more than you are awake at home, likely. So if all of your people are together, then in doing things, supporting each other, you're going to see so much better results. Wow. Okay. So I want to rewind a little bit. This is, this is all really good. And that structure and talking about like the, like in this workplace, you do this. That's so true. I'm so excited. You're looking into the continuous glucose monitoring. I am so excited. You're doing that is that shows what you guys are doing and how much you care, because that's not just something you just jump into. It takes kind of a, a little bit of work and understanding and having a dashboard. I'm like, my mind's blown because I literally reached out to my, um, uh, my doctor and said, Hey, I want to know a little bit more about my blood sugar levels. They're weird. I need to get this dialed in. I need to understand how my diet affects, um, you know, my body, how mm -hmm. sleep and how exercise that was the most eye opening. Cause I, I, I came at it like a, like a scientist. I took mm -hmm. one variable. I'd say, okay, at this meal, I'm going to have um, I'm going to start with an apple, then I'm going to mm -hmm. eat my protein and see what happens. And this, mm -hmm. this meal, I'm going to start with protein and then have the apple and see. So I did, I did this entire yeah. experiment. It was fascinating. And I have changed my diet so dramatically. I also understood the importance of walking for me to bring yep. blood sugar levels down. I understood what I needed to do after I worked out like by, but, but if I didn't have the mind I had and have the people walking me through it, those little things going up and down, I would have had no clue. And to, for you to be like, Hey, I have a dashboard where we're seeing this live. That is like next level, because I see a lot of these being advertised on Facebook. Of course I'm target. Cause I did some searching on it and, um, and you're, you're kind of left to your own devices. Like, Oh, yep. what does this mean? Or maybe they watch a video that says what this means. So first of all, I just want to congratulate you that on really kind of being at the forefront and, and, 
partaking that because that is massively, I mean, you're talking about scientific data in the moment of knowing what's going on and being able to market. That was what happens when I exercise. That's what happens when I have sugar. That's what happens when I have protein. That's what happens when I have carbs. Like it's, it's an incredible thing. Um, so awesome. Congratulations. That really stokes me. You can tell I'm really excited about that. (laughs) It has been probably one of the coolest things that we've done at our HQ location. Jason and I tested three different companies last year and it, they all were great. But the thing was, is I was, if you were my client, I was sending you to the company and I had no idea what was going on with your numbers, but now I can see, and we targeted the first people we rolled it out with were people that I'm like, okay, I, I think you would benefit from this you know, you need to invest a little bit more money so that we can get the machine for you. And I can see, and people went from in range of 30% to in range to over 80% on average. Like it is mind blowing how impactful getting real-time data is to your decision-making. It's, yeah. it's awesome. I, I used the, I had a phone app and I just click it, you know, it's that little pet thing that's on the back of your arm and I just click it. And I'd have so many clicks because you got one. Yeah. Every time I clicked it, I would write a note. Like I just ate this or I just did this. And so I, now I have like this data and I can look at it and say, make decisions based on real data specifically with my body. Not, Oh, but not bananas aren't, are have a high glycemic index. And then you look at your, your data and you're like, well, they don't really affect me. Right. I mean, not everybody, yeah. everybody's body responds the same way to things. So that is, that's really cool. That's Thank really you. cool. I'm um, excited. Yeah, definitely kind of pushing the edge on everything that's going on. Um, let's, let's dig a little bit into, we, we, we covered this a little bit, but let's dig a little bit into Nicole and Jason and the journey of building a business and some of the things that you've used to really help yourself. You already mentioned hiring a mentor or a coach, Michael Hyatt, which must've been an amazing, um, amazing experience. He's written some amazing books and has some cool things. I don't know if he still does the leadership box, but that's a really cool thing. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's like a monthly box with these leadership books. And, yep. uh, yeah. Um, so I, this is your opportunity to share some success tips with us. I, you can go in any direction you want. It can be on honing in your own nutrition, or it can be on business, um, even mindset. Gosh, you know, I think to me, I'm very intentional with surrounding myself with people that are smarter than me. And at the beginning, when I first started Healthy Steps Nutrition, I was super nervous going into a room where I was like, I am, I'm way out of my league here. And now I'm just like, soak all of it up. Like, what can I learn you know, for myself as a person, whenever I read books, I do the same thing. And I can't say read. I listen to audible every single day. I go for a walk midday after lunch because my blood sugar and I I listen to a book, but I'm like, okay, how can I, how can I take this for me? How can I improve, you know, help our coaches or help our clients with this information? Like, what am I actually going to take away? You know, there's Michael Hyatt was a great one. I partnered with Donald Miller and story brand back in 2018. That was an amazing experience. I'm actually going to his house next month for, for another event, which is going to be really, really fun. Um, but I'm, I'm very intentional with surrounding myself with people that, that are smart and that I can learn from. So, and also I surround myself with other gym owners, right? Like one of the things that we do at HSN mentoring is uh, owner's mastermind group. So all the gym owners in our group will get together virtually through zoom and talk about wins and successes and things that we're struggling with. I don't come with any education. Like I'm a peer 
listening to you and providing some tips that if they worked or other gym owners that have been around like CrossFit generation for 14 years, like they've got a million tips, you know? So I surrounding ourselves with people and being really intentional with that. I will tell you one thing that I struggle with even to this day is being present and like blocking off home and work. It is like, I'm in my home office. My bedroom is 10 feet, uh, you know, one way it is I'm walking through my office. When I go to bed at night It is really tough for me to be able to separate home and, and work life, especially my husband and I work together. So, you know, naturally conversations happen that, that go down the work path, but we both know it. And I'm, that's something Michael Hyatt helped me with a little bit. I'm better today, but it's a work in progress for sure. Um, but I think, you know, at the same time, I'm super passionate about it. So I live, eat and breathe everything, healthy steps, nutrition and helping people make habit-based changes. So it's not a bad thing. Just, no. you know, you need to be able to, to unplug. I will right. say we went to, um, Africa on vacation with, with our pastor actually and his wife and they go on vacation and they didn't even bring their work computers. And I've never been on a vacation. <laughs> so 10 years since healthy subs nutrition started, I've never been on a vacation that I did not work on that vacation. It just becomes part of like the routine, right? You wake up, you get some stuff done and then you go enjoy. And they were like, Nicole, you're not, you're not working on this trip. Like you are on vacation. When are you coming back to Africa again? Like, no. And it was the best thing for me and the staff because the staff knew like, Hey, we have to handle it. It gave them power authority, like gave them, you know, decision-making power that normally they would have just come to me and asked me because I'm a Slack message away. Um, but it was, it was really great for them. And it was so great for me because I came back energized and recharged and, you know, excited to, to do new things and, and move forward, push the needle forward. So, and I think at my biggest advice for business owners specifically, or, you know, leaders, like find someone, find a mentor, you know, that, that can help you so that you can save time and just bounce ideas off, off of that are objective. You know, if I talk to Jason about every single thing I talked to my mentor about, it, it wouldn't be good. Like we need yeah. to have our, our personal relationship too. So, you know, that's a really important thing. And something that I'm personally working on is you know, being able to be fully present in the moment when, you know, there's always something that comes up owning a business and it's tough sometimes to separate homework and home life and work life. <laughs> wow, man. It's something I'm incredibly passionate about because I've done full circle. I mean, I literally have a whole story about like my complete misalignment with kind of just everything I did was I eat, breathed and slept work. Right. And that is, uh, it takes a lot of courage to say, Hey, this is something I'm having to work on. And it's something that people, business owners need to be incredibly aware of. Uh, it's because it's so important. You know, we live in a society where like busy is better. Right. And maybe it's not like, maybe we need to slow down so that we can give our brains time to think and be creative and, you know, move the needle forward and not take every task right under the sun and do it all like hire VAs for gyms to take some of the simple stuff. You know, after you got done doing our podcast, I went and talked to my husband. I'm like, okay, I think we need to hire VAs for gyms. Like there are tasks <laughs> that, that I'm not utilizing and I'm, and I beat myself up for it. Right. And this is, right. this is the vicious cycle, right? We, we have all of these things that we want to get done and we don't get them all done. And then we beat ourselves up for not getting them done. And then we work longer hours 
instead, like what would it cost you to hire someone to do some of those things so that you can do the things that are most valuable for your business? Well, thank you. Cause that's basically the plug, like stop doing everything yourself and really leverage your real giftings. Right. I mean, like you really should be spending your time doing what is the most important task and skill that you have. And the thing that gives you energy as a business owner, but you said something that I really want to circle back to as well is that you left and allow that allowed your, your employees to kind of step up and really like, I mean, the lessons they probably learned while you were gone about themselves and their own abilities, because they can't just bounce it off Nicole. Now it's like, I have to make a decision. And I'm, I, I would guess that many of them made, made decisions that were successful and they learned a lot about themselves and that gives you more freedom too. It was amazing. And I'm so glad that we went on vacation with this couple. Cause if we did not, I would not have done that. And I'm super thankful for it. Cause now I, and I think it's just being clear with the staff to like, Hey, I'm super confident that you'll be able to handle everything. And you know, like if it's in line with our values then go with it, if you're like, Hey, I don't know about this then don't do it. Like it's fine. And you know, maybe things will, wouldn't be the exact way I did it. That didn't happen. But if they were not a big deal, like I enjoyed Africa because you stepped up and you were a leader while I was gone. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you totally deserved it. And they deserve their moment to figure out what they're made of. Right. Um, yeah. I want to give you a chance because you talked about connection and I know you have an event coming up in September, which I'm super excited to come to. It's in Tennessee. Um, I wanted to ask some very specific questions for anybody who's gotten through this far in the, in the interview, it's been fascinating. So I'm sure they have, but (laughs) if they are not a part of HSN, is this something for everyone or is it just for HSN gyms and tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Anyone, um, before COVID I was going out to CrossFit HQ and they had these like DDC meetings where professionals got together and talked about health and wellness and integrating it into a CrossFit gym. And CrossFit gym owners were not able to go to those. And I always had this vision as I want to bridge the gap between health and CrossFit. And can we make an event where we can empower gym owners to realize the potential of prioritizing health inside their affiliate? So gym owners um, from everywhere are coming. Some of them are bringing their coaches, which is really fun. It's going to be on Friday, September 16th and 17th in Nashville. You guys are going to be there. It, it is it is going to be such a fun time. Like my goal, you can't not have fun in Nashville. Nashville is my favorite city. Jason and I will be there one day. Like we will move there one day, I hope. Um, But it, the goal is really just to get gym owners to connect and leave inspired and with an actionable plan. There's so many times that you go to these conferences and it's like a fire hose of information and you're, and then have to spend weeks to figure out okay, how do I apply it to my business? And I've been to a lot of different conferences and hired many different mentors where I've realized what works well and what can I, what amount of information can I soak in and build an actual plan so I can leave feeling confident that I can do something from all the information that was shared. So it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I love that leaving with actionable, like you, you literally are not just learning. It's that fire hose. You, I, I've been to those and you're like, okay, I'm just going to have to grab a hold of one thing this time. I took yep. all these notes. Maybe I'll come back to them, but right now it's, I got to just, this is my thing. And I've watched business owners, gym owners, specifically at events come in and you can see the fire hosing. And you, yep. when I talk to them kind of towards the end, they're kind of like, they have this like one takeaway. They've, they've hold, held on to one thing and 
wow, what a missed opportunity for so many other things. So I love that about it. I'm super excited to be there. A little secret. I'm really trying to drag my wife along because I have aspirations of possibly moving to Tennessee, specifically that area. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, like, I need to sell it, right? I need to sell her on it. So it's like, Ooh, this is a great opportunity. Let's go on a trip. Yep. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to it. But more, more importantly, um, just, I really appreciate it when people in the industry are putting things together where uh, gym owners get to connect with other gym owners live. And I've been seeing content run out where you did go visit, you know, Josh Melendez and I think Matt Coyne and these amazing gym owners in the Houston area just recently. I mean, they are incredible. When I talk to those guys, they have their stuff together. They've got their life together. And so it's really fun for you to go and highlight them and spend time with them. And I know you, you take a film crew with you and that's got to be incredibly cool for a gym owner to feel like that, that, you know, wind underneath them like oh hey look i'm not doing this um just for these you know few things i'm getting i'm getting recognized so i appreciate you doing that well thank you you know it's it's those types of connections where we get our biggest takeaways as business owners to learn how to grow and support the people like you know sometimes you get so far removed but when you start actually talking to the clients you serve you realize hey what do they really need how can i best support you and some of like some of our best ideas have come out of those individual meetings where our staff is all talking. Like our entire staff is coming in. We haven't been together all together since pre-COVID, and some of us have never even met in person. Um, so we're gonna have a staff retreat and do some really fun things as a team first, and then you know the the HSN mentoring live workshop, which will be so much fun. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I am too. So very cool. Make sure you guys that you check out the show notes because that's where you'll find all these things. You can find Nicole and HSN on all the socials, and those will be in the show notes as well. Any last things that you want to share, Nicole? No, I think thank you so much for coming or having me on your podcast. You know, we all have a vision to help serve more gym owners, make them make their lives easier so that they can, you know, help more people in their communities and also have a life outside of the gym, which is so important. Absolutely. 100%. Thank you. Thank you listeners for uh, checking out this episode. Again, if you want to find out more about Nicole, HSN nutrition, HSN mentoring, CrossFit HSN, if you're in that Florida area, the links are in the podcast notes. And um, I would encourage you to search those out. If you're a gym owner and you want to come to this event, uh, I think it's going to be epic. I can't wait to meet you if you come. Nicole, I'm sure will will greet you with open arms. Um, and I know that it'll be an incredible event. So check that out. Thank you for being a listener. Make sure you do that thing that everybody asks you to do. Subscribe, rate, blah, blah, blah. It really actually does help. So I uh, can't wait to see you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Stories That Sell podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, be sure to leave a rating and review and subscribe to hear interviews with incredible guests each and every week.